hunting. Patty's pulverizers. Are you are you are you ready? Funny. Expensive. Wanna nah. Whatever. Be happy. Hey everyone, welcome back to The Funny Papers, a show where three 30-somethings share a collective psychosis about the classic 90s cartoon show, Doug. I'm Mike, and with me are my friends Sam. My name's Jim. And Jim. Google 10-cent beer night for a great time. <laughs> Today, we cover episode 12, part 2 of Doug. In all episodes after the first, Doug was separated into two 12-minute shorts. Episode 12, part 2's title is Doug out in left field. No, Fuck he's this not. episode. Fuck he's this not in episode. left field. He's not in left field at any point. <laughs> well, the thing is, it's a the, the title is a clue to what I think the moral of the story is. Because he's, I think the moral of the story is, hey, I'm left-handed. Because <laughs> 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 that's, that's what he writes in the fucking journal at the end. He's like, sometimes being left-handed can come in handy. But it doesn't. It really doesn't because no, they lose doesn't. the game. No, and even in the end, it's like actively kind of destructful. Right. Yeah. Like <laughs> this, this entire episode is just yeah. There's occasionally it puts together enough that you get to the point where okay, I can see what you are shooting for, and it lasts for about long enough to see okay, I think I can tell what's going to happen next, and then it doesn't. And then just nothing so, happens. I'm not going to say that this is the worst one yet because it was. it's a really unique kind of bad because it hooked my attention just enough so I didn't like disassociate and start like ranting and raving on my nose oh. like I usually do. Oh, feel. thank God. <laughs> After the last Man. two, that's kind of important. Yeah, the editing budget's really strained right now. <laughs> it just kept me coherent long enough to get through the episode. <laughs> And okay, that's that's good, and I'm glad for that. It's not uh, though. But, it's bad content. Sure, Boo certainly. <laughs> Boo but also, hiss, spits. And and okay, and Doug. There's like a couple of things in that title, right? I literally just realized that dugout is a pun, and also what we almost named the podcast. Right? <laughs> I literally just realized this and had a fucking brain explosion. But also, out in left field means like unusual or like unexpected or, or like yeah. strange Doug right? doing sports I guess is unusual <laughs> <laughs> this is a patty episode too but we never get yeah. to really get patty's like perspective yeah. on this it's, yeah. a, it's a patty episode but very much in the we're not saying anything about Jim Jenkins oh no why would we in the right. episode that's ostensibly centered on Patty, it is still entirely on how Doug reacts to things she did. There is no meditation on her in her life at all. We right, see this... Dink experienced as a somebody a who has feelings. <laughs> no, we like in, there's also, a specter haunting Bluffington, <laughs> yeah. the specter of Dinkianism. But uh, in the Dink-focused episodes, we see focus on Dink as a person, and that yes, he has these drives, he has these inner this inner life, he has these feelings. He will have his sobbing breakdown while his wife feeds him cotton candy, all to the general good. In the Patty-centric episode, we get well, she's certainly doing this thing, but the idea that she exists as a person with drives and instincts and feelings is totally beyond Doug. Yeah, and it's just, yeah, it's like sad. It's almost that... like she's an object. <laughs> yeah, almost. Funny how that happens. Which is like kind of reinforced a couple of times in Which this Which is episode. funny because I don't know what wave of feminism this is. Jim, help me out here. Is this second wave feminism where like... 91? Yeah, no, like, no, this like the, the philosophy behind this like idea of an episode. Because like, oh, girls I... can't play baseball. No, I, this is... Like, we're still, academically speaking, we're still in the third wave here, but the problem is that we're not academically here. What we are dealing with is... Okay, sorry, I'm gonna have to go into some backstory here, kids. <laughs> Start I'm the so clock. sorry. <laughs> okay, so there is a long and sordid history of people trying to be progressive about gender roles in media and just totally fucking it up because of their own unexamined biases. Like, the alpha and omega of this is the original Star Trek. Gene Roddenberry was 
genuinely trying to tell a beautiful story about a future where all prejudice had been conquered. Also, Gene Roddenberry was a guy in Hollywood in the 1960s who was real big into free love and owned a movie studio. Very horny. As such, Gene Roddenberry was fucking literally every woman who appeared on the show under conditions of extremely dubious consent, more or less constantly. Just like Kirk. Yeah. There's a reason why Gene Roddenberry kept on having, why yes, every woman immediately falls for person who is in a position of relative power over them. This doesn't tie into his own fantasies at all. Like, it was bad enough that uh, Nichelle Nichols, the woman who played Uhura, was genuinely saying, like, I'm gonna quit this fucking show, I'm tired of this horse shit. And Martin Luther King Jr., his goddamned self, came into the studio and just asked, Yeah, I know, this sucks. What you're doing is really, really important. Could you take one for the team, sweetie? So, well, this one's starting good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Doug. Well, Jim oh, Jenkins man. is not Gene Roddenberry, but there's that same, oh, look at how progressive I'm being. Please don't mind the awful shit I continue to do ethos that just fucking suffuses this episode. Yes, I'm doing an episode about how girls can be just as good as boys, dang it. Also, girls are an unattainable cipher, an object of desire for <laughs> men, and have no existence in and of themselves. Oh my god. Progress! <laughs> so, uh, on that dark as fuck note, let's just kind of think about those themes, I guess, as we go through this. Uh, so, as might be suggested in the title of the episode and our constant mentions of baseball, this is the baseball episode. Well, it's a softball episode, even though they throw the baseball like a baseball and all the positions are like baseball, but it's softball. And the f- ball that they throw is a baseball. The only time they say baseball is when Patty says it, right? Like, yeah. Patty says softball, no one else says softball. Also, very know. important question. What happened to beatball? Do you remember Beatball? Beatball is different. We, we learn about this later. Actually, I skipped ahead a couple episodes because it kept fucking showing up in my stupid YouTube recommendations. And I was like, oh, get it out of the way. And there is, Beatball is separate. What Let's, is Beatball? We'll see what it is. We don't it's know. Like, I don't think, do we'll they ever see. show, do they ever show it being played, actually? They show what a Beatball looks like. Right. I, which I, you I, can infer what you do with it, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, uh, so... We need to start this by addressing that Doug is doing uh, the right thing by anime law and having a baseball <laughs> episode for any finally. show. Yeah, finally, for any show that centers around boys uh, as main characters, there always has to be a baseball episode. This, the, it's Dragon the episode right Z. before the season uh, finale. So right, very. So they had to get it out of the they way. Had to they get had to that check anime. The as a side note, this does yeah. scientifically prove that Star Trek: Deep Space Nine is an anime. Thank God, I knew it all along <laughs> in my heart of hearts. Yes. Uh, so we start out in a fantasy, uh, and it's like a giant baseball stadium. It's like the World Series or something. And uh, Patty is being introduced as having a perfect batting record. Uh, she's bitten, and she walks out on the plate and immediately slams the ball out of the, out of the park. Uh, and she does it like immediately after getting into the uh, like out of the into the batter's box, right? Like she crosses the plate and then immediately hits the ball which says to me they were throwing the ball while she was on home plate turbo baseball <laughs> yeah Real. baseball speed run super yeah. fast ball yeah like the pitcher was trying to hit her before she was even ready to yep. hit the ball yeah so she she knocks it out of the park and then doug is introduced as the worst batter and everyone boos owns Hell yeah. Totally fucking owned him. And now, the worst batter in the league, Doug Funny. Come on, Doug. It's all up to you. It's the only joy I ever get out of this series, just like seeing Doug getting owned. Yeah. It's also the only joy anyone in universe right? has. <laughs> yeah, Doug. pretty much. Yeah, so I guess we talk a lot about who is the vessel for the viewer and who is, you know, what role in the production. And everyone is the vessel for the viewer, I guess, because everyone fucking loves it and laughs when Doug get o- gets owned. Yep. Yeah. So and this episode that, doesn't have a shortage of that. 
It sure doesn't. Um, but he says that the only thing he's here for is to help Patty. And why couldn't she need help with something I was good at? What would that be? What was that, yeah. Doug? <laughs> yeah. If only Patty could wanted help in having an anxiety attack about how he wants to fuck Patty Mayonnaise. Wait, <laughs> that's the only thing you're any fucking good at, Doug. If only Patty needed help uh, devising a plan to seduce the teacher. <laughs> I guess he's not good at that either. We're going to forget. Can we please forget that ever happened? Yeah. If only Patty needed help in drawing fan art of myself. <laughs> in jail. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we cut out of this into the title card. Yeah, and really uh, quick, uh, we watched these episodes on a very legal German site called YouTube, and the title of this episode <laughs> in German is Patty's Manshaft, No Further Comments. <laughs> no leave, further comment. <laughs> just leaving that so, one where it stands. Leave it in the air. It's, <laughs> it, it can sit on its own. The comments are shining is close. <laughs> Do not email us. <laughs> Yeah. But please listen to the podcast. <laughs> please listen to our podcast and interact with our Twitter posts. Do yeah. not interact Eat with our your slop posts. silently, you little pigs. No, please comment on our Twitter. <laughs> you can comment on our Twitter. Don't comment on our Mastodon. And uh, our Instagram is for general purpose only. Not suitable for child. <laughs> the, uh, the Instagram is where we uh, go to be thirsty on the internet. <laughs> no. No, following only people who are named mayonnaise no it's good <laughs> being thirsty is good yeah it's important for we it. here at the funny Shit. papers believe that without doug being horny there would be less doug therefore anyway is regrettable, but necessary <laughs> let's skip ahead <laughs> to the episode starts uh in earnest and on the PA system is a new character who we haven't met before, Coach Spitz. Coach Spit in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Just fucking get that in there. I gotta get it out of my system. Oh my god. That's why we warmed up for 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Coach Spitz is just straight out of general casting for washed up gym teacher. Like, he is shaped like a dumpy triangle. He has a five o'clock shadow, and he talks in a bad caricature of Southern masculinity. He is just, this is so transparently Jim Jenkins working out his anxieties <laughs> regarding every gym teacher he ever had. Yeah, and he's talking through the PA system in Mr. Bone's office, and Mr. Bone is not in there, so I like to imagine that he's like he actually just wandered in. <laughs> yeah, no, I th I like to imagine that Bone barred him from ever being on the PA because he's offensive and really a shitty person, and he's just like, all right, I gotta get in there. He's busting. It's 1991, and you've still gotten us sued. That's really hard to do back now. <laughs> yeah, I like to imagine that the announcement ends with, like, Bone busting in with security and restraining him, cutting the cord to the PA system. If any of you boys think you're man enough to play for the honkers, be there. There's a highly advanced war for the favor of Butt Savage between Bone and Spitz. <laughs> um. Oh, Spitz, God. Spitz also teaches AP Biology. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> AP Biology in this elementary school. Yeah. We must stress, for the rest of this episode, it is important to remember, this is an elementary school. Yeah. <laughs> which is about to have a crazy episode about baseball, a sport that elementary schoolers can't really play. Right. Did you guys have like sports teams in elementary school? Because like I would have little league teams, but not like sponsored by the school. Yeah. Like no. this didn't happen for me. Yeah, like okay. Baseball so, at that level is more or less just a glorified T ball game. But Okay. So this tells me that like because there weren't school sponsored baseball teams. Spitz doesn't even fucking work here. Spitz is just like Spitz is just like the local little league dad. Spitz is an entrepreneur trying to recruit talent. Yeah. Spitz actually yeah. did break into both. He is not supposed to be in there. Yeah, 
And like, we'll later see that like he gets challenged to an independent game, like, and that's why he totally has the schedule open because he's just some rando, right? It just it just doesn't work for the school. He just shows up to collect some boys for later usage. Also, I really like how uh, Spitz on this intercom scene says "boys." If we could put that yes. clip in here, please. God, everything about this boys, boys, <laughs> fucking Foghorn Leghorns it. Yeah. Any so, of you boys as, want to become well, men? <laughs> yeah, he goes. He goes. If any of you boys think you're man enough to come try out for the honkers, like no, it's, no, thank you, sir. <laughs> it's just also you may have gathered from our earlier discussions. We're going to have some bits in this episode about misogyny, and they are hitting that note hard out the gate here. Which yeah. I guess I'm okay with because this is a show for tiny, stupid babies. Like and me. tiny, stupid babies are gonna find it hard to miss that, nope, is there a reason why every third word out of this guy's mouth is either boys or men? <laughs> boys to men. What's also funny in my own personal experience is that my school, we in my high school, we had a softball team and they wouldn't let boys play on it. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I... I think also this is very similar to the cooking episode that we just talked about where they fucking hammered home, no cooking's for girls. We can't cook because we're boys. Sports like, are for boys. Like, <laughs> yeah, compared that's Compared to that here. episode, though, by, by comparison, that episode is really fucking subtle. This one is just one going to canonically <laughs> t- tick up a baseball bat and then beat you over the head with this until... You get it. Right. I still yeah. didn't get it. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, hopefully we're we all, can, <laughs> we all have advanced dog brain, and as a result of that, are immune to most damage from blunt weapons. <laughs> really? <laughs> Let's try this out <laughs> right now on the mic. <laughs> all right, let me you run straight first. into my wall one second. Yeah. Yeah, you go first. Oh, God! <laughs> you too, gentle viewer, will with time acquire this same power. Arg, my brain! <laughs> this is hilarious. It's just like Garfield. <laughs> okay. Okay, so after this very, uh, very, like, razor-targeted message weirdly aggro yeah that spitz is giving uh on the mic uh skeeter says to doug he goes hey we're boys therefore we should be able to do sports this whole thing smacks of gender (laughs) yeah Uh, this whole episode i overturned my gamer chair (laughs) god so yeah so skeeter is like yeah hey we're boys we can do it and doug's like no what if we suck and skeeter's like we can't (laughs) suck that bad because we're boys right and like it's doug and there's like this moment where doug goes puts his foot down there's there's nothing you can do to convince me to do this and then you guess what happens next viewer (laughs) yeah but like okay in this i would have thought for a second that like he, like, I don't know, they would have said something like, oh, everyone loves it when you try it for baseball. But all that happens is that Skeeter, like, briefly puts his face in frame, and he's wearing the weird hat that he wears for the rest of the episode in that frame. I don't so, that that's frame. where it starts, is that yeah, frame. Skeeter it- has to coin a phrase... Put the mask on. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, I know that when I put this hat on, Doug will do whatever I want. It's time to put the uniform on. <laughs> I got to convince Doug to do something. <laughs> and his uniform is, it's like a propeller hat with a giant long brim and like football pads and like a halter top. <laughs> like an exposed it just materializes on him. He looks yeah. like a baseball clown. It's yeah, really perfect. impressive. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, hey, that would make me hire him. <laughs> right, I'm wearing uh, that right now. Yeah. I'm in character. That's why you're on this podcast. I gotta put a helmet on because I just ran to the wall. <laughs> <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta go to the doctor, man. <laughs> 
Yeah, those are just a junk foodist conspiracy. Don't worry about that. (laughs) Okay. So we cut out of this into baseball tryouts. Uh, And there's this long line of boys. (laughs) (laughs) I was just thinking about boys. Oh, yeah, really quick, I wanted to point something out here. Um, If Doug had any backbone whatsoever, this episode wouldn't have happened. But at the same time, if Doug wasn't here for this episode, nothing would have changed. Yeah, (laughs) this is another one of the genre of The passive observer. Doug is just kind of here while this happens. There's one thing that happens later that Doug has an idea for. We have no idea whether it's what actually caused the inciting action, but it's suggested. Yeah, Doug did have a contribution, which, I mean... Well, it's just Doug's presence. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I think they would have gotten to it eventually. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Okay, so uh, we're at the line of boys. (laughs) (laughs) And... and, uh, Spitz is going down the line, uh, and he's verbally spitting on everyone, and maybe physically spitting on everyone. You suck, Uh, you suck, you suck, you're okay, you suck, and we see a new character, one we've never seen before, who, Spitz thinks, might have what it takes to be a real man. Yeah. Can you guess where this is going yet? Yeah, and this this real man is wearing dark shades and a catcher's outfit and just, you know, ready for ball, right? Ready Who to play else some the sh- ball with the boys. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to stop doing this shower, way. boys. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to keep making these sounds the rest of the episode. Just FYI, viewer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Don't turn it but, off, please. <laughs> uh, but I, I kind of want to like splice in every time we say boys, splice in spit saying boys, but also I don't want to do <laughs> yeah, that. That's going to be like a lot, lot of work. effort. So <laughs> that's a no. lot of fucking work. So fuck that. Um, imagine that maybe. <laughs> yes. um, if, if it helps. Just imagine. Yeah. Just don't. imagine if we had like effort. <laughs> we could yeah. put in effort. To this. God. Anyway, so, uh, so yeah, so we're talking about a bunch of 11-year-olds in elementary school, and Spitz is kicking everyone out based on their, like, physical attributes before even giving them a chance. He's like, oh, you're too short, you've got knobby elbows or something, right? As an 11-year-old, if you understand that you have to have the ball to tag someone out, you're in the top (laughs) 50% of Little Leaguers. Yeah! (laughs) But he's gonna, everyone's getting... The, the everyone's getting called from the herd and uh Doug gets called out for uh negative muscle mass. Yeah, and that Skeeter... fucking sport known for its famously chiseled athletes. Softball. <laughs> famously chiseled chiseled eleven year old athletes. Yes. <laughs> and uh Skeeter gets kicked out for negative brain mass. Yeah, real fucking thinker's game. Little eleven year old softball. Uh, There's a dude that's just wearing a shirt that says cheese on it, and it's misspelled, and it's just a block of cheese. And I want that fucking shirt. (laughs) Same. That man is all of us. That man is here repping the funny papers. There's also someone with a shirt that's just like a crown on it. (laughs) It's awesome. (laughs) Graphic tees in the Doug universe are so good. There was that one that said just like, do you know from a couple of (laughs) That one was so good. Graphic tees rule in the Doug universe. Uh, but but okay, so Skeeter gets kicked out for negative brain mass, but fucking Roger's the captain of the team. <laughs> right, yeah, the guy Roger flunked two years. But Roger's yeah, Roger's a ringer. Roger's a thirteen-year-old. It's hypothetically possible Roger is capable of playing baseball in and of itself. Like that's true. Again, this is a sport where there's kind of athletic minimums to play it properly. And Roger is at the youngest you can really feasibly reach those minimums. Yeah. So uh, it's funny because uh, uh, ever this whole team is basically Roger and his friends. So Doug has like no reason to want to be on this team. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, he would hate Just it. Just all of his bullies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I guess he's only doing it because his friends told him he had to. Peter suggested it. Peter <laughs> said, I have 
I have interest in these rituals of which I am not yet part. I must right. learn their ways. And Doug just opened his eyes and then he was at the field and didn't realize how he got there. <laughs> just blacked out for 20 minutes. Yeah, just like us watching this. Yes, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but okay, so then Coach is like, all right. Uh, we've we've filtered out the nerds. <laughs> now, we filtered out the boys. Now it's time <laughs> to examine the men. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, this mysterious young boy who has the catcher's outfit on is goes up first to hit the ball and uh, knocks it out of the park. And the coach is coach Spitz is like, "Oh my God, you're definitely on my team." Who are you? And then the boy rips off uh, their clothes <laughs> and underneath... Their hat. Let's stress <laughs> this. This is very important. Yeah, their hat and mask and sunglasses. And underneath, what do you know? It's Patty. It's Patty Mayonnaise. And she yells, it's me. Striking a blow for women everywhere. Congratulations. I can play softball. Yeah. And uh, she's like, yeah, all right. I made the team. And the coach is like, no, you're a girl who goes don't play on my boys team. I was just laughing about somebody in the uh, like the crowd being like, wait, 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 wait. Patty's a girl? <laughs> I was just laughing about the idea of there being someone in the crowd. Yeah. Yeah, we're watching the grade school little league tryouts. Yeah, all the losers Ooh. just like hang around in the bleachers and watch the better players play. Is there yeah. there That's is so nothing sad. going on in this town. <laughs> right. I mean, okay, so she gets and of course obviously she's like told, No, you can't play because you're a girl, like we're sexism, right? And like Doesn't matter. This is a man's team. Now oh. hit the showers. The girls' showers. Not, we must dress, the boys' showers. That's where the men go. <laughs> Coach looks very uncomfortable when he says, oh, the, the girls' showers. Ew, ew, you don't go to the girls' showers. Ew. Like, Coach looks very <laughs> Coach is just a caricature of Southern masculinity, and you sense that Jim Jenkins is working out some issues with his past PE teachers. Right. I mean, okay, they're also, like, in this whole story, they're also basically doing like that, like a very classic trope. I mean, they're doing like what, like Twelfth Night, or yeah, like yeah, yeah. she's the man. Was that Amanda Bynes movie, which is exactly <laughs> this plot? Yeah. One of four movies you've seen. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. I've seen Good Burger, and I've seen Crank Two <laughs> and Mandy. That's, and that's Mandy. it. That's it. That's it. The four fucking movies. <laughs> this also, this episode is also another like piece of evidence in my there's no puberty theory because like I didn't have showers in elementary school, nor did I have like teams or tryouts. Yeah. This is yeah. an adult. This is a more grown up thing. Yeah. This entire yeah. episode only functions if you assume that actually they're all in high school because that would at least make mm -hmm. the fact that like we will see it in a little bit when we see that. Yes, actually, there are uh, team members who are pitching. There is no such thing as an 11 year old who can pitch a softball. No way. Right. It does Softball's not exist. Softball's too heavy for them. <laughs> like, it just, the muscle mass isn't there yet. I mean, okay, if it's on, like, a smaller field, like, okay, dear listener, we're obviously showing our ignorance about, like, sports, <laughs> but, like, I, I bet you there's. 11-year-olds that play baseball properly, they're 100%er. Come on. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, there are uh, Little League championships. Yeah, they have yeah. adults pitch. That's when you're, like, seven, right? Like, an 11-year-old. I, <laughs> I don't know. I've, who cares? Time is meaningless. I'm sorry for bringing it up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. So... Patty's like kicked off the team and she goes and sits on the bench with all the reject boys who aren't men. <laughs> and and uh, BB for some reason. Yes. BB just Bibi's shows there. up. <laughs> yeah. And like, I wonder if BB tried to try out without dressing like a boy. <laughs> she was just like, hey, I want to play. And the coach was just like, get out. <laughs> the coach was like, wait, you're the heir. I can't tell you no directly, but. Um, <laughs> No. Yeah. Yeah, BB was probably, like, actually on the team. Like, she, like, got accepted. <laughs> she got coach. bored and quit. Now, her yeah. dad's, like, the sponsor of the baseball team. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he coach probably Spitz. is. Yeah. 
<laughs> Coach Spitz is like her dad's like younger brother that he's ashamed of. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So okay, so <laughs> they sit on they sit on the side, and um, I don't remember how it actually gets suggested. Uh, but Patty eventually comes up with an idea. She's just like, "Hey, let's make our own yeah. team." The line is spoke that those guys are no better than we are. Uh, actually. Yeah, that's probably correct. <laughs> actually, they're also eleven years old and also can't play this sport. They're better than Doug is. Right. Low bar. Doug, Doug yeah. doesn't even know which hand to use. <laughs> yep. That's like the climax of this episode. Yes. But like the, like Patty suggests that, hey, we could form a team and Skeeter responds, but we're terrible. Yes. <laughs> terrible and glorious. The yeah. dread gods shall do battle upon the baseball diamond. Skeeter will invoke Nyarlathotep to grant him the powers of this basehead ball. <laughs> Who's that? No, oh, you know, I think he played for the Rangers. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> you gotta pray to a baseball player. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so they, they come up with a team, and Patty's like, nah, we're gonna make our own team. We're gonna call it... Patty's pulverizers. Right. I, had a, I had a joke for this, but I'm not allowed to say it. Yeah, like <laughs> Patty's pulverizers. Pee pee. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> you know what? It's the pee pees. Between this and Patty's <laughs> man shaft, we just gotta leave these things where they stand. It's just leaking out of your brain. You're that meme of the guy who's clenching his fist and it's like you're clenching his uh, face and it's like his brain is swelling up. <laughs> anyway, we gotta move on quick before more leaks out of it. Oh. So, so she comes with the idea to challenge the honkers. <laughs> oh, good. Really quick. Really Patty's quick. Patty's pulverizers are going <laughs> to no, challenge no. the honkers. What, what's up with Patty's jersey in the sand? I'm sorry this is like a visual element to an audio medium, but like, what? Like, is she like wearing a jockstrap on the outside of her jersey? Like, what's up with that? I think it's like a catcher's outfit, right? Yeah, it's, it's like a, supposed to be the catcher's, like, yeah, catcher's outfit includes a cod piece for reasons gotcha. that are very obvious if you've ever been a catcher. Tells you how much I know about sports. Yeah. Right. It turns out when there's somebody throwing a baseball at 90 miles an hour at Right in you, the beans. <laughs> it is important to have reinforcement to protect your boys from any untoward <laughs> oh influences. Yeah. Okay, so she comes up with an idea that the pulverizers will challenge the honkers this Saturday. They've got a she week tells to turn these losers into a real team. Right, less than a week, probably. Wait, it's hold like on. It's week. Friday. They mentioned that. Is it? Oh, sh- <laughs> <laughs> so it's literally fucking tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> so when do they practice? They in about guess... fifteen seconds. <laughs> <laughs> when do they get? When do they go to Dink's house to get the fucking stickers for the jerseys? In thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Time is sick. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I didn't catch that. That's really god damn it. I like how I was reading the Wikipedia article and they were talking about like how they have like these notebooks and notebooks about details about Bluffington and like floor plans for houses, but they can't get the days of the week right. Wait, do they really? Was it like that well planned out? Yes, they planned out what (laughs) Doug's house looks like, what Dink's house looks like, what Skeeter's house looks like. They have like they planned all this like uh like massive amounts of detail, but they fuck time up, and they fuck a lot of stuff. There's something in the next episode that they fuck up wildly, and I can't wait to talk about it. But look forward yeah, to that no, next week, dear reader. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, it's it's yeah. There's like there's so many like. That's what this whole fucking show is based on. It's just like, here's all this dumb shit that they missed. And also, I guess, here's how time. There's a changed. larger thing here that I feel like ties into nerd media as a whole. Because for all the show's faults, it's very, made by, very clearly made by people who care an awful lot about animation and about children's animation. But there is a thing nerds do. The curse of Wookiepedia. Oh Dear viewer, never look at wikipedia.com. It is the Star Wars wiki, 
and it is a great example of how nerds kill a thing they love. Ruin by everything. Just Absolutely everything. By, they just take every little detail about something and need to extrapolate it out into this whole lengthy story with all of these details. And in the process of getting all the tiny little details right, the actual thing the story is about, the interpersonal dynamics, the emotions, the all that stuff, all of that dies. Buried under a 10,000 word page on Wikipedia titled only Breast. Look, we are not ones to judge on this because we are making we're dissecting hour-long yes. episodes out of fucking 11-minute shows, and we're also giant nerds, so... No, I'm a jock. And- <laughs> <laughs> we are... We play Dungeons & Dragons every week. Yeah. This is... We are not ones... This is pot calling. I do that while lifting weights. Part of the important <laughs> thing in stuff like that, and in just generally enjoying a piece of media, is... There is this tendency of people to just go start diving into all of these tiny little micro details and go, well, actually, in scene, uh, you get it. But that's literally what we do on this yes, episode. Yes, it is. Podcast. And what we do is, but what it's demonstrating is these people who made this show made the critical error of they tried to have all of these details planned out down with the tiniest little feature. Yes, this lamp in Doug's house has the two pink triangles for some fucking reason. And oh, by the way, Roger just materializes anytime there is sorrow to be done. Oh, by the way, Patty doesn't exist as a character because she is just an object of Doug's desires. Well, look, this is classic, uh, this is classic scope, uh, gross, scope creep and budget slip because they did all, they did all this time to draw out the areas and make cool music except for that one song. Yes. And then, and then, uh, and then they ran out of budget to write a story. Yeah. Oh, right. Also, we should probably have come up with any characters at all besides definitely not Jim Jenkins. That might have been a good idea. I think there's a difference between nitpicking and then, like, knowing what order the days of the week go. (laughs) I think there's, like, some gap there. Okay, maybe she meant next Saturday. That would make more sense. Yeah, let's, let's give them the benefit of the doubt and say maybe next Saturday. Let's let's keep moving or else this is going to be a 20-hour episode on the fucking episode where nothing happened. Yeah, well, the thing is that once we get to the actual, like, plot stuff of this, it's going to take us about 15 seconds. That's true. Okay, so, well, okay, now Patty says, like, hey, you all want to play, right? And everyone on the bench cheers, including Doug, who didn't want to play at all. <laughs> Whatever. He just wants to be there with friends, I guess. Uh, so then we go into like a fantasy here. We go back to the World Series fantasy, and Doug totally biffs it and strikes out. And a reporter is like, "Hey, how's it feel to blow the World Series, ruin your career, and screw your chances with Patty?" So that's what Doug. Then expects. That's the here. only. Ch- yeah, th- <laughs> those are the only things that are meaningful here. Nah, don't <laughs> give a shit about what Patty feels. Just this is all about you. <laughs> This yeah. is, then there's a five minute scene where Doug just vomits blood over and over again. <laughs> right. Probably I don't know. It's been a lot of budget on this. <laughs> a lot of the detail. Blood's photorealistic, and there's <laughs> physics involved. There's a point where Chuck E. Cheese shows up and says he's going to fuck my dad. I'm still not sure what that was about. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird that uh, this was a real pioneer in 3D animation techniques at the time, and they only did it in one episode. Right, just so Doug could vomit some blood. (laughs) Anyway, after that happens, (laughs) Patty uh, does a montage of, like, coaching the losers, and uh, it's basically just everyone sucks, right? Basically everyone sucks. My only note is that... Patty says she's going to pop one up, which indicates she's found an 11-year-old who can pitch consistently, and that Patty is an 11-year-old who can choose actively to hit a pop fly. Yeah. which I'm going to pop one up is what I say right before I watch a porno. Oh, my God. Agreed. That's what, that's what I say before I make toast. Speaking, <laughs> of, speaking of both toast and porno, BB comes on over and says... It's hot, and it's sweaty, and I hate this. That was an awesome transition. Holy shit. And uh, Patty just responds, well, 
please don't leave. <laughs> and BB's <laughs> no, like, okay. She, <laughs> she's like, I've got this ugly red mark on my forehead from this cat, but you have to imagine it because it was too hard for the animators to draw a red line. <laughs> and she, she didn't even wear the hat at the right. time. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just completely fucking pointless. There is but no tension Doug's here. Doug's house has a four floor plan. And a picture of his house in it. <laughs> the house is a house. <laughs> Uh, okay, Doug so, is. Co- Doug, it is also having established that it is hot and sweaty and awful out. Doug steps up to the plate, still wearing his sweater vest, meaning that Doug is sweating just horribly under there. And it's batting time, and Doug, instead of uh, hitting the baseball, he throws his bat into outer feet in, into far <laughs> left field. Doug, Doug in left field. Yeah, Doug chucks his bat further than some people can hit a baseball. As he does this, Doug Skeeter recites, Way to go, Doug! Which leads me to believe that Skeeter is working some manner of dread magics to force Doug to increase his strength. That's how he summoned the suit. <laughs> yeah. Or that Skeeter recognizes that Doug would be like a champion shot put or discus guy yeah Jesus. Patty, weightlifter patty's just like oh yeah we didn't do very good but let's practice tomorrow and the idea of practicing every day as an elementary school student is is insane yep and then they can get everyone there yeah <laughs> yeah okay so they're just like man there's one th- this is one thing that i think is actually funny in this episode because they say uh, Doug says there's one thing that the honker. Oh, wait, no, this is sorry. Yeah, no, we are skipping ahead else. here. Like, uh, yeah. Patty said, like we were all feeling pretty hopeless. Patty just got something like, I wish people were inspired. And then uh, Doug only Black shows up and announces, "Hey, feeling down? Get a peanutty buddy. Just look for the man in the Mister Swirly uniform." And because Doug is a Pokemon, and a random word just inserts into his brain and becomes an only move he knows, uniform. And suddenly he (laughs) fantasizes about, wow, imagine if we all had uniforms when we went to the big game. That'll make us good at baseball, wearing this different shirt. Yeah. He sh- well, it's like Disco Elysium. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get more stats. Yeah, get, yeah. Plus one to athletics, minus one to literally everything else. Yeah. I'm surprised Porkchop isn't in this scene so they can shovel chocolate into his mouth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was in the back of the ice cream truck. Right, just, just eating going it. Going for it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. uh, Doug shares this revelation with Patty, and Patty responds. Uniforms would make us feel like a team. But Doug, they're very expensive. Very expensive. (gasps) Very expensive. I could have done something really funny here where Doug would just like, instead of immediately getting the connection, he would just stare off into space for like 15 (laughs) seconds and go, I know, I got it! (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, the dink theme engages and... Dink doesn't show up. He doesn't show up in a rare moment of actual restraint on the show's part. They just flash to, it's the next practice. And Doug starts hand, like, Patty starts in on a speech saying, there's only one thing the honkers have that we don't have. Someone chimes in, talent. Yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) It rules. And, well, yeah, but also they have uniforms. And Doug shows up saying that, hey, I've got these stickers, courtesy of Mr. Dink. They just ruined all their shirts with bumper stickers, because bumper yes. stickers stick like sh- like fuck, because they have to stay on a car. Yep. So that guy, dude with that awesome cheese shirt still there, he just ruined that shirt. <laughs> yeah, so a couple things here for this. First of all, when he says, hey... They're very expensive. I know who likes that. Like Doug's just like, hey, I know who will give us a bunch of money. (laughs) (laughs) Doug's just like going. I figured that they were gonna like make Dink sponsor the uniforms, like put his logo, his writing publishing company that he runs. Dink's destroyers. (laughs) 
And like, so they're just like, hey, I know who will get us money, Mr. Dink. Um, but they say, hey, bud, remember that time I was the only human being in your life who showed you any kind of affection? Time <laughs> yeah. to pay up, motherfucker. But, but specifically, they say, Doug says, compliments of Mr. Dink and the Stick 'em Up Bumper Sticker Company. Now, recall that when we introduced Bluffco, it was a bumper sticker factory, right? Huh. So this is going to a competitor to Bluffco, not that Mr. Dink has an in with. Dink's right? flying and, pretty close to the sun here. Yes. And and specifically, he says this around BB. Yeah. And so BB knows that someone is going against her father's company. Maybe this is from Liver City or something. Mm, where where yeah, Wolfsburg, where where the stick 'em up bumper company scoundrels live. I like and, how this universe, like the idea of this universe, is having like a bumper sticker war. Yes, like the Coca-Cola yeah. wars. Yeah, like bumper sticker cartels. <laughs> the stick 'em up and, bumper sticker company sounds like they were founded as a criminal organization. Yeah. And furthermore, if anyone should be pissed that they're getting their clothes ruined by a bumper sticker, it should be BB. Yeah. She's the one who wrote that paper about getting her first pair of high heels. She's, her shirt is probably not cheap. Yeah, she probably doesn't wash her shirts, though. She probably just throws them out. <laughs> yeah, BB yeah. doesn't give a shit. BB doesn't give a shit about anything, quite frankly. Like, you saw what happened sense. when the first time she met any pushback in her life, her only reaction was, oh, okay. <laughs> just like true. Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Doug, except for different reasons. Yeah. It's because she can get anything she wants in her life, not because she's a fucking moron. Right. right? Well, she might also be a fucking moron. We don't know. She yet. might be, but she but she's rich, so who cares? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Patty is handed a special sticker marked Captain, and then she leads a speech where she says, You are all pulverizers. Get out there and smash that. This bit has been censored. i was just laughing about like doug putting the sticker on patty and it instead of saying captain it just says dipshit (laughs) (laughs) it just says like oh shit fuck it up (laughs) it just just says like i have a crush on you oh god oh no ah damn ah beans ah heck it's just like it's just like his phone number. Right. <laughs> it's just like one of his journal entries printed out about her. It's one of his drawings her. of her. Smash Adams stared deeply into Wingo's eyes and <laughs> yeah. Smash Adams fanfic. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it, it makes more sense than that. Also, Patty doesn't get a pulverizer sticker. Nope. She just gets yeah, captain. Just captain. She's just the servant of the team. Then, for no apparent reason, the game starts. It's about yeah, this and abroad. It's a fucking home run immediately. <laughs> yeah, they're good now. For no yeah. reason, they they practice one day. There's and no training monster. Yeah. By the way, no you might think, dear viewer, that I, your dear editor, cut out some bits in the middle there. No, that just happens. They cut <laughs> yeah, immediately they just... from the speech to, and then BB hits a home run. Yeah, and yeah. then they're good. They're like playing with this team that's been quote unquote professionally coached. Yeah. Also, BB <laughs> hits someone the ball, who might not work at the school. What BB does, she hits an infield home run, which is unheard of unless <laughs> it's you are an elementary schooler, in which case half the team doesn't know how to pick up the ball and then throw it. In which case infield home runs are extremely common. So again, well, I think- how old are they here? I mean, I think that's what's happening because all of their plays come out of just dumb luck. Like yeah. Skeeter shows of that he gets an out because he's yawning and he holds his hand up and he gets he catches the ball. Skeeter like, invoked like, the outer gods for that one. That, he's, that's true. That he's yawning he was, and he can barely perceive the world beyond him because he is in communion with Nyalotha, Sunken Ixtalga, all the good ones. Right, it looks like he's yawning, but actually just inaudible sounds are coming out of his mouth. Yes, he is ish- silent chanting continues. <laughs> <Yes>. yeah. <laughs> also, I yeah. did love this one because as he throws home, like, I slowed down to check this. Patty proves she's a very good catcher 
because she lies and says, gotcha, despite the fact that, no, actually, she didn't get the guy in time. <laughs> yeah, and that extreme attention to detail doesn't know how an out works in baseball. Yep. <laughs> and, and that's the one part in the epi- in like this whole little montage of the game where there is a catcher. In all the other at-bats, there's no catcher. And frequently, it's just Porkchop standing behind the plate in no gear about to get beamed with a ball. Owned. <laughs> right? Fucking throw yeah. a baseball at the fucking dog. <laughs> <laughs> Give him some chocolate. It'll be fine. <laughs> Put some spit on it. <laughs> oh, Mr. Spitz. <laughs> oh, man. But okay, so we get to the point where Patty goes, Hey, Doug, all, like now Skeeter's on third, and all you got to do <laughs> is hit. All you got to do is hit a home run. A plus coaching. <laughs> That's it. Good That's job, you Patty. Do. I mean, Just do the best 11. thing you can do in baseball. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, no big deal. She's about to. He he comes out to to get the the bat, and for the first time. Patty goes, hey, you forgot your batting helmet. No one's been wearing a batting helmet. Nope. This whole game. But she goes, hey, you forgot your batting helmet. Throws it to him. He catches it with his left hand. And Patty goes, hey, wow, you're left-handed. Doug, you're left-handed. Yeah, is that bad? Time out. Time out. Try batting this way. Gets behind him and holds the bat and it's... By Very the way, sensual. she gets behind him and holds him in a way that he's still batting right-handed. <laughs> God. Like, how bad of a coach do you have to be to, one, not notice that, but two, how stupid do you have to be to, like, not know how good a baseball bat feels in your hands? And well, hold on. I Okay, I did some big brain research on this <laughs> because, A... Throughout after this line, I went back and checked. Throughout this whole episode, Doug's been playing left-handed. Mm-hmm. He's had yes. the, he's had the like mitt on his right hand, right? Yeah. So I don't know if Patty just didn't notice or what. No. And then also, I went back. There was a previous episode where they played baseball in the grill episode. I went back. He's batting right-handed in that one too. <laughs> so I think he just we didn't mapped know. out every house in Bluffington. <laughs> I think they did. That's what I'm saying. Now like, he, he he is left-handed know. in all the other episodes. I have yes, and he's that. left-handed. Yeah, but like, yeah. I have to say that like maybe he just doesn't know that there's such a thing as left-handed batting, right? Well, how would how would he have a right-handed mitt and then, or sorry, a right uh, baseball mitt, but not know there's like it doesn't make any sense. Okay, because you can you would like buy the mitt and you'd see like four lefties, four righties, right? But you don't buy like a special bat and say four lefties, right? right? But you do a- like when you get to and when you try to bat uh, like. As a right-handed person, try to bat left-handed and it's see how It's really feels. fucking weird. But, like, he doesn't know any better. He's probably yeah, never he's, tried the uh, other What way. I'm saying is he's stupid as shit. Yeah. Yes, obviously. But what I'm saying is that it's canon that he's stupid as shit in this, <laughs> in this specific uh, usage, right? Yeah. Like... Yeah, it's it's it definitely tracks with the whole ep- the whole lore. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, they very don't carefully, update Wikipedia. Yeah, they very carefully do not animate Doug hitting the ball. They reuse a shot <laughs> that is from a very far away, and they don't actually animate any of the figures moving around the bases. But we are informed that hey, funny hit a double, which means that okay, Skeeter is scored. The game is now can't animate that. Nope. <laughs> The game is now 3-2, and Doug says, if Patty gets a home run, we could win. And she hits a high fly ball to left field, where an outfielder is waiting and catches it. Owned. She shuffles off, right. completely defeated. And then, to the show's credit, they everyone like cheers. They're like, it's okay, we had fun, who cares? We weren't even supposed to get halfway close to this, right? So that is like... They could have killed us, here. and they didn't. <laughs> Another way right. to look at this is that Coach Spitz, an adult, almost lost to an 11-year-old coach. Yeah, I mean, that's because he's some fucking rando who isn't an actual <laughs> Yeah, guy. He doesn't even know how to play softball. <laughs> he just well, knows how to judge he just men's picks, Yeah, he just picks Doug's bullies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you all look like tough men. <laughs> that was fun, says BB, who changed out of the outfit that annoyed her at some point in this process. And somebody says, I'm proud to be a pulverizer. PP, P. PP, 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 PP. 
<laughs> anyway, Coach's yeah. heart has grown three sizes, and he'll let Patty be on the team. Please note here. Please note here that the only person he recognizes as legitimate is their literal all-star player. Yeah, none of the re- none of the else. rest of the fucking losers are recognized as being like <laughs> worthy of the honkers. It's just the yeah. one person. Yeah, even though probably half the people on that team played better than half the people on right. The- yeah. I mean, Doug, Doug, once Doug figured out like what directions were, he got a hit. Yeah, he immediately got a hit. Like in his Instantly. first at bat. Yeah, and like I also love that it's like he's like, oh, it's okay. I guess we can have girls on the team now. But he doesn't. All, he doesn't even recognize BV at right. all. No. Just Patty. Just the all. We can have girl yeah. on my team. I will only yeah. allow singular girl to my multitude. The no of girls, boys. Scott. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Patty declines, says that she already has a team that we're gonna have a rematch next Saturday. Because obviously you're not doing anything. I just, I just, I was laughing about like Spitz going like, uh, no, I have to play other schools. Right, exactly. <laughs> I, do you have any understanding about how actually scheduling these things works, small child? Because no. no, I'm eleven. Gag, gag, goo, goo. Let's play baseball. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But okay, so everyone cheers and carries Patty off the field. Uh, Doug's right on her butt. No, both of his hands are on Patty's butt. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, then we go to FBI! Doug. <laughs> <laughs> and we go to Doug writing in his journal that Today I learned you can still lose, you can lose and still feel like a winner. As opposed to and just shrinking into a horrified mess at, oh God, why are they all laughing at me? As opposed to losing and feeling like a loser. Does he say being left-handed can come in handy? Yes, he does. Oh my God. Do you know I, what I being left-handed... I, I have that in my notes and I'm just like, there's no way he said that. Yeah. Do you know uh-huh. what being left-handed didn't do for Doug at any point in this fucking episode? <laughs> Hell, no. it exclusively yeah, hurt him. They weren't doing baseball strategy and lining him up against a certain pitcher. Right. Yeah. He was just doing it wrong before the last hit, which didn't matter because Patty fucked it up. Yeah. It was- didn't even come in handy. Yeah. And then, because he's left-handed, he swings a bat in his room and breaks his lamp and then apologizes to his dog. So the moral of the story here should have been, hey, like it's fine to let women do the same things as men, but instead he's just like, being left-handed sure came handy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Didn't totally even write that down. down. In the he episode like- about how girls are just as good at sports as boys, Jim <laughs> Jenkins felt the need to make this actually about how being left-handed is cool. It's the real discrimination. Yeah. Is being left-handed. <laughs> the real discrimination God. is against quiet boys who are bad at athletics and are also left-handed. Oh, fuck off. Yeah, oh my god. I mean, hopefully it's implied enough that girls are just as good at boys at sports and anything else they choose to do. But yeah, Doug doesn't fucking take that moral at all. Yeah, yeah no, he didn't He makes learn it about that. himself. I mean, he like, the audience might have gotten it, but Doug didn't. No, right. Doug didn't get shit. <laughs> yeah, which reinforces constantly that Doug is not the audience circuit. <laughs> Like, he can't be. It's the guy with the cheese shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The guy with the cheese episode, shirt yeah. was saying that this was a good time for all. So I'm not sure I'm oh, with true. you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> the audience surrogate in this one is BB, where she goes, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> and then for no reason anyone can figure out, she continues doing it anyway. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. That's a metaphor for the show. <laughs> Except the funny papers. Like I like it. I have fun. We all have a great deal of fun here, and uh, just we hope you do. Don't too. be <laughs> shitty to people, okay? Yeah, Unless they're Doug, be shitty to Doug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. All right, let's call this one here. Unless you guys have anything else. No, nah, that's it. This this episode fucking sucked, but didn't suck so bad that I had fun with it. So it's just really, just really awful all around. It's it's the center of the like good movies V, where like the top left corner of the graph is really bad, so yeah, you can yeah, have fun yeah. with it, and the top right is actually good. Yeah. This is down in the pits. <laughs> this is so bad, it's bad. That's all this is. 
Yeah, and was done better by Amanda Bynes. <laughs> but what, Go check that movie out, folks. Yeah. Link in the description. <laughs> but <laughs> what wasn't done better movie. by Amanda Bynes? <laughs> Please don't look up Amanda Bynes' Twitter. You will discover things you don't want to know. <laughs> and with that, let's call this episode here. Thanks for joining us, everyone, in another episode of The Funny Papers. Join us on the next two episodes for the season finale of season one of Doug, uh, episode 13, parts one and two. We made it despite we'll the then. FBI trying to stop us, baby. <laughs> Being we'll censored then, for everyone. truth. <laughs> oh, it's not the season finale of our show. We will fucking be going every week until our bones fall this off. This will never end. <laughs> And I like it. We'll see you next week. Bye. You're out. We are all pulverizers now. <laughs>